Uh, hi there and welcome, this is Patrick Amadou and in my podcast I'm answering your questions about an active healthy lifestyle including mindset, nutrition, exercise, community and of course it's all about you. So if you have any questions then please hit me up on Twitter. My handle there is at Patrick Amadou or you can also send me an email to coaching at patrickamadou.com. So today I'm going to talk about how you will never ever underachieve again and I don't want to drag this episode out so I'm going to talk fast and you're going to listen fast. And if you think your mobile and apps like Instagram, Snapchat or whatsoever are not interrupting you, then you're wrong. So focus on this episode as it can truly change your life. Today, I'm going to teach you four things. And these four things are designed to help you dominate in any aspect of your life. And what I'm going to teach you now is not a suggestion. It's actually a prescription for success. And before I dive into it, I need you to understand that you can accomplish anything Anything you want, no matter the economy or whatsoever, even when it's winter, as Tony Robbins says. So prescription number one is that you need purpose. And I know you hear that a lot. And let me give you an example of purpose. So the Australian Shepherd is notorious for needing purpose. It needs purpose in order to stay happy and alive. And in fact, the Australian Shepherd will fall into depression. It will have anxiety and will go crazy and start sticking holes in the absence of having animals to hurt. So, yeah, I, I just hope it makes sense. When it has no animals to hurt, this dog goes into depression, anxiety, and starts digging holes everywhere. So, now I'm curious, where in your life are you digging holes? Is it through eating the wrong foods, through alcohol, through drugs or whatever? And hey, look, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to tell you that the odds are you are lacking purpose in your life. And you might be thinking now, hey, Patrick, hang on, hang on a second. You know, like, how do I actually find my purpose? Because I don't know. And look, I got some news for you. Your purpose is not lost. It's not lost at all. You just develop your purpose. And you develop your purpose for an act of constantly working on the things you like until you become so good that you actually love them. So I became a personal trainer back in 2003 because I was skinny and totally unhealthy. And for more than a decade, I was just plodding along, training and coaching clients, surprisingly pretty successful. But I, I in person, I did not change till 2015 because, you know, all I wanted was to help only one more person, but only as the person I truly wanted to be. So I started to eventually apply what I taught my clients. I put on 20 kilos of lean muscle mass, expanded my business more and more and more. And today I'm running a worldwide coaching business. And I'm able to do that because just because I wanted to help only one person as a real personal trainer, as someone who actually looks like a personal trainer, who walks the talk. Yeah. And today I live my purpose. I impact lives. I change lives. And hey, that fires me up like crazy. So don't go like looking for your purpose. It's not lost. Start developing it by doing the things you like. You're going to get better and better and better. And you know, and eventually you will find your purpose. You just can't give up. Now, prescription number two are three R's. And you need to commit to always, always, always living by these three R's. And I'm pretty damn serious about this. So R number one is resourcefulness. In life, there's always, always an outcome you want to achieve whether it's marriage, whether it's a family, whether it's impact, whether it's landing your dream shop or whatsoever, it doesn't matter. The problem though is there's always something stopping you from getting there. 
And when you don't have, when you don't have resources, you simply gotta be resourceful. And let's make this real. Look, I truly love my girlfriend. She is my highest priority, and I would love to take her away as often as I could, yeah, to any place on on this planet. But obviously, we all have limitations, and I gotta be resourceful as well. So, for example, just yesterday, I surprised her with a simple handwritten card instead of something expensive. Yeah, and also like another example, probably a bit better example is a few weeks ago, somebody hit me up on Instagram and he just asked me, so I got all these followers and how, I, how he could do the same. At the same time, he mentioned that he has absolutely no money for anything. Well, look, um, I basically had to remind him that Instagram is for free. Creating his own content is for free. Using his own mobile to shoot videos or take photos or so is for free. And yeah, this is actually how you can re be resourceful. So the second R is that you need to be relentless in life. Whatever you want from life, you gotta go after it. You simply gotta go after it. You need to be obsessed. You gotta become a control freak. And see, I control who texts me. I control who calls me, how my day looks like, what I'm doing. I'm in control of all that. And I know for a fact that my phone is not going off just right now at that very moment where I record this podcast because I have put it on airplane mode. You might have turned on notifications, but why? Why is this so important to you? Why do you let someone distract you while you're working on your future, while you are trying to find and develop your purpose? Now, turn these notifications off. If you so want to know what's going on on Instagram or whatsoever, hey, no problems, check it out. Just check it out. But just don't get distracted. So look, you gotta be relentless in the outcome you're pursuing, no matter what. The third R is resiliency. When you're working on something, things will always go wrong. Yes, it is frustrating. I know this very well, you know this very well, but it's just the way how it goes. But you got to have resiliency. And here's an example. So when people go to someone's house, they usually bring something like a bottle of wine or flowers or whatsoever. And for example, they bring a beautiful little orchid. Well, here's the deal. The orchid is a very fragile flower. And in fact, when you plant the orchid next to other flowers, it'll die. If you water it too much, it'll die. If it's too humid, it'll die. If it's too dry, it'll die as well. So on the other hand, the, the everyday garden weed, not the one people smoke, <laughs> the everyday garden weed is the most resilient plant on this planet. And, and you basically need a chemical spray to hopefully kill it. So look, the orchid is fragile. People want to be pretty, but they are fragile. I don't want to be fragile. I want to be resilient like the garden weed. So, you know, when you pull me out, I don't care because I will come back bigger and stronger. When you spray me with something, I don't care because I will come back bigger and stronger and there should be nothing that holds you back. Absolutely nothing. So if you follow these three R's, resourcefulness, be resourceful when you don't have the resources, be relentlessly, obsessively locked onto your goals and don't let anyone, anyone take you off it and be resilient in times when things are not going your way. And you know, if somebody tries to pull you out, then no problems, don't let it affect you, come back bigger and stronger. Now, prescription number three is that you need to set higher standards and expectations for yourself and the people around you. Look, I first grew up with my mother, then with my grandparents, till I had to go back to my mother and 
then it was like, so, okay, you're back, but you're here, here you go and uh, figure it out yourself. But, but you got to be careful. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't take risks. Watch out for this. Watch out for that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And the truth of the matter is, I started living my life in a mediocre state. And most people do the same. But we all are actually born as champions. We, we were curious as kids. We grab what you want. We run towards things. We, we were assertive. But all of a sudden, our parents, our teachers, people in our lives began to set, to set lower expectations. Oh, you got to be careful. Watch out. Don't do this. Don't do that. Oh, don't, 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 because you might get hurt. Don't take this risk. Don't take, take, take that risk. Take it easy. Look, you would never go around and tell your children, I want you to grow up and be an average adult, live an average life, have an average job, have an average spouse, have average kids, make average money. Yeah, nobody would do that. You would never tell anyone to be average or mediocre. So you need to set higher expectations for yourself and the people around you. And if you do that, you will become a true champion. You were born as a champion, but due to others, you became a loser. Yes, it's harsh. But you know, nobody's gonna, nobody's, nobody's, nobody wants to be a loser. And nobody's going to tell you that. But well, I just did. So what I mean, what I mean by high expectations is the following. Let, let me just give you one more example. A great way to build your confidence is by keeping the promise to yourself. When you set that alarm tonight for tomorrow morning, I want you to promise yourself to be a champion and not a loser who presses that snooze, the snooze button. When you hit that snooze button every morning, you think, ah, you know, it's, it's no problems, you know, it's all right. I'm just getting out of 10 more minutes of extra sleep and yeah, it's, it's okay, no problems. Well, no, you're not getting like an extra 10 minutes of extra sleep or so. You're subconsciously choosing 10 more minutes of interrupted sleep over getting up and dominating your life, living your purpose. Yeah, does it make sense? So this is, this is setting higher standards and expectations. Keep the promise to yourself first. If you want the confidence and self-esteem esteem to create your self-image. Now, prescription number four. When we grew up, we were born, when we were born, there is a book. And there's a book with your name on it. Like in my case, it would be the book with Patrick Amadou on it. And my mother started writing in it. Then my grandparents, then my teachers, then my mother again. And soon, you know, they started to create the narrative of my life. And what happens is that we just forget to get the pen back. And school teachers, parents, family, etc., they begin to change the narrative of your life. And they put on the filters on your eyes and ears what to see and what to hear. And you begin to live a life which is not yours. It's simply not your life. This is a life someone else wants you to live. So my advice to you is this in life. You only have 100 years if you take care of your body. And if you want to get the most out of these 100 years, then get the most out of this economy, get the most out of, the, uh, out of this country you live in, find your purpose, make an impact. And then, then I need you to take this pen back. Because you know, there's plenty of empty pages left in your book and nobody, absolutely nobody should dictate what your future is. So grab this pen back, take it back. You write your narrative 
and you write your future because there's plenty of empty pages left in your book and you got to fill those because if you don't fill these pages others will so i hope that all makes sense i hope that helps you out and i talk to you in the next podcast and bye for now